everybody, to the next episode of the Clearly Casiasco podcast. This is the podcast that tells stories about us, uh, the people, the places, the organizations that make Casiasco County so special. So this podcast, powered by Kedco and JC Innovations, and, and Jody, great to see you again here uh, on Microsoft Teams, our, our I guess our go-to venue, our go-to platform. And Lisa O'Neill, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, to help uh, help us share your story about what's brought you to Casco County and what you enjoy about our community. So, Jody, over to you. Yeah, uh, Alan, good to see you too. Uh, Lisa, very nice to meet you. Nice to um, meet you. Let's uh, let's get started with learning a little bit about Lisa's origin story. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what brought you to where you are now, and uh, just a little background about who you are. Great. Well, I moved to Kosciuszko County six years ago, which has gone by really quickly. Um, it's It was a job opportunity that really brought me here, um, plus um, proximity to family in Michigan. And so my husband and my three kids, we were living in um, Kohler, Wisconsin, prior to moving here to Warsaw. And um, the job opportunity, uh, so I wasn't really looking, but it came to me from a, a former boss who said there's this great bank in Warsaw, Indiana that is looking for a CFO. I think it would be a really good fit for you. And my first question was, where's Warsaw, Indiana? So, uh, right, so right. that was the lead that got us over here. Uh -huh. Fantastic, fantastic. So you um, you were in uh, Kohler, Wisconsin. You uh, got an opportunity to come over to Warsaw, Indiana. Um, what is Kohler like? Um, and what was the transition like going from what that community was to what Warsaw, Indiana is? Well, um, Kohler, Wisconsin is a really neat place. It's, it's actually pretty rural, so there's some similarities with that. Um, the village of Kohler is like 2,000 people, so it was a really small community walking distance to the school, um, the the communities built up around Kohler Company, which is um, the company that invented the bubbler, which is uh, you don't think of when you think of Kohler, you don't always think about water fountains, but they invented that. And obviously they're big in in the bathroom fixtures um, and, and power generation business and hospitality. So they're in a lot of businesses, but that that town was founded in the 1800s. And the family that came over to, to found Kohler Company has really invested in the community and um, and they are building out that community subject to a hundred year plan. So it's, it's very intentional. Um, but one of the similarities with um, Warsaw is that it, there's a lot you're in the country, basically. Um, and so we were. We were there for eight years. Prior to that, I had gotten all my banking experience in Chicago and started my career in public accounting way back when um, in, in Chicago, which is uh, my husband's from Chicago. So we've been in the Midwest for 30 some years. Um, but uh, it, I, one of the things that we've now figured out after living in a big city and, and spending time in, in a rural setting is that the, envi the environment and being outdoors um, and being in a smaller community is something that we really enjoy. Sure, sure, right on. Now, um, you said you have kids now. Are they what? What ages are they? Are they uh, are they enjoying the Warsaw City Schools? 
So um, our two older kids are out. Um, they're 25 and 24, just um, starting med school this summer. Oh, right on. Um, yeah, so they're they're on a, their own journey. Um, but I do have an incoming, a rising sophomore at Warsaw Community High School who's who's been here since he was 10 years old. Oh, right on, right on. Um, so in, into sports, into uh, into some of the activities, extracurricular activities that a lot of students get into? Yep, we are a, a sports family, and Kevin has been playing soccer his whole life. Um, his older brother and sister played in college, so there's a, a heavy soccer influence, and he also spent uh, several years playing hockey. So, um, so we, yeah, we're a sports family. Right on. Well, you're speaking my language. I grew up playing soccer, so uh, I can I can appreciate that. It's one of the sports that I actually enjoy watching. I know a lot of people don't. But I do. Um, right on. Okay, Alan, how about it, buddy? Well, I've got to follow up that question. I've got to ask the English Premier League. Like, what's your go-to? <laughs> um, well, my 24-year-old is really into Arsenal, um, okay. so we've like have to watch all those games. Um, and um, my daughter sp- taught English in Spain, um, so Atletico is her go-to okay. team, and we actually got to go to one of those games when we visited her. So, um, yeah, I guess we lean to those both both okay. of those. Teams. All right. And Jody, any reaction? Are are you? Uh, let's see. Well, who's what's Arsenal's rival? Is it Chelsea or, or Man U or somebody? Oh, I've I've been a Man U fan for for a long time, but I'm also okay. a Rooney fan, so whatever. You know, we can all be friends right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, hey, that's great. Well, Lisa, we're really we're so glad you're in the community. I mean, uh, you've got a such an important role with Lake City Bank as, as part of the C C level team there. I mean, how has that role? I mean, what has that role meant for you in, in growing your leadership, growing as a in your your background in public accounting? I mean, what's it meant for you, and and what have you kind of learned from that experience? Well, um, I, I think you know David Finley, our president and CEO, and um, one of the things that I admire the most in him is his leadership um, style um, and his um, linkage between strategy and execution. Um, so from my standpoint, you know, I came to the table, I think, with a lot of technical capabilities based on my background, but what I've really enjoyed here is working with all the talented people that work at the bank. There's just some amazing people that have been here a long time or people that are new, but there's just this really strong work ethic, um, hardworking, um, very thorough group of people. And so my biggest challenge has been to to be a good leader for them um, and to be able to think big picture and afford them um, opportunities for their continued professional growth. And I think um, David is is sort of a great example of of a good leader. Right. And and Lake City certainly, I mean, sets the bar with Lake City University and just ongoing focus on professional development. I mean, I'm not familiar. Is is much of that focused around leadership development, or uh, are there is there a required reading list of here's the ten books you have to read to to be part of the, the leadership team at Lake City? Well, I, I remember when I got to the bank in April of 2014, and I received my syllabus of the courses I needed to take between April and the end of the year, I had about 25 courses. Um, and the legacy of uh, Lake City University really comes from Mike Kubaki, our chairman of the board. And I think it was around 
1999, when he observed as the bank was getting bigger, that we needed a place to bring our people together. And obviously the draw to our headquarters here in Warsaw was came naturally. But he understood the importance of culture. Um, and our culture is something that we're really proud of at Lake City Bank. And so he he was the person that was really fundamental in 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 building LCU and staffing it properly and making it a, a part of everyone's experience. So um, this year in particular, um, there's a class that Mike Gavin, our chief credit officer, teaches um, <clears throat> mostly to the new incoming credit analysts. But I wanted to take the course. Um, and so it was like a six week course with exams and quizzes. And, um, it, you know, I'm in the business of trying to tell the story of the numbers of the bank. Um, and so it was very rewarding to hear the perspective of how you how you make loans. What are the things you look for? Um, because our credit quality is some is a hallmark of the bank. It's something we're known for. And so LCU not only has offered me the opportunity to take courses, but I've also been able to develop a course with some of my colleagues in the finance team. Um, so we've been, I've been able to instruct, but it's uh, it, it's something that sets us apart and um, and it's a way that we can bring everyone together to really instill our core values. Fantastic. It sounds like, I mean, really everybody plays a part, which that, that may be an element of the culture is that everybody plays a part, contributes. I mean, what are what are a few other examples of the Lake City Bank culture that you've seen? Well, um, one of the one of the neat things we're planning right now is the 20 year anniversary club. Um, so we are we have over 115 people at the bank today that have been with the bank over 20 years, and we celebrate that each year. So I'm lucky enough to be part of the management committee team that I get to participate, I get to attend. I've only been there for six years, um, but it's it's fun. Um, David will always select um, the person or the, the year, oh, he selects the incoming class that will have reached 20 years this year. And he uses trivia and sort of like what was going on 20 years ago um, to, to sort of lighten the mood, but it's a great celebration of, um, of our resources and and something that makes us really unique, which is people stay here for a long time and and themselves develop and grow and and so I think that's I think that's something that I really enjoy. Um, <clears throat> let me think of another example. Well, um, I guess you know we've all been going through very strange times with COVID nineteen, and the bank has had to. You know, there are no there's no real guidelines of how to manage during this pandemic. Um, and so watching all the key areas of expertise come together and in, in, um, with special emph emphasis on Kristen Pruitt, our chief administrative officer, yeah. um, to just problem solve and figure this out because there is no playbook. Um, it's been pretty amazing to watch that in action and all the work that we've done to protect our customers and, and our employees. And um, it, it's really made me be thankful to be part of this organization. Fantastic. Again, setting the pace for our community. Mm -hmm. Jody, over to you. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, along those lines, is are there any things that um, you'd like to highlight for the community, for the people listening, where Lake City might be able to assist or help, or things that maybe some of the community might might want to be aware of, and uh, you know when they 
they could reach out or should reach out to you? Well, um, you know, Lake City Bank is the third oldest charter in the bank charter in the state of Indiana. Um, the bank was founded in 1872. Um, our historical roots mean a lot to us. We're a traditional community bank um, and in an era where the big banks that that we compete against um, have a lot of market share. Um, you're, you're seeing a shift away from that face-to-face, -face, the human connection, which is something that we think is really important. So you'll see that we invest significantly in our brick and mortar presence at a time where banks are cutting out um, the brick and mortar and, and consequently the related jobs that go with that. Um, because there's so much technology today to accomplish the banking that you need. And, and we think technology is important as well. But um, for us, the what we think sets us apart from others is that experience of you as a customer, um, being able to have the face-to-face -face contact with your banker, um, the ability to have a touch point with us through many channels, whether it, it's at the branch or through technology. But it's that you know we our our bankers live in our communities, are active in nonprofits in our communities, um, and and we think that that's important in helping for communities grow, lending into the gathering deposits and and turning those deposits around into loans to help communities grow. That's fantastic. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. So. Um, You've been in Chicago. You've been up in the, the Kohler, Wisconsin area. Um, now that you're in Warsaw and you've got a little bit of uh, an idea of what the, the area looks like and some fun things to do, um, how do you guys entertain yourself? Both you, your husband, and maybe uh, with your, uh, is it your son that's playing soccer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we were making a decision to move here, um, my husband understood early on he's like we need to find access to the water um with a hundred lakes in the county he's like that will guarantee that the older kids come back uh, <laughs> as they were uh, you know starting off their college careers um and in fact during COVID-19 um my 24 year old son he he obviously everyone's been home for this period but we were out fishing at like 6 a.m in the morning on a weekend and um, and he was like, this is the most this is my happy place. Like so he acknowledged, even though he doesn't have any direct ties here, um, that this was something that just being on the water at sunrise was something that was so beautiful. So for us, we spend a lot of time outside. We have a Newfoundland dog that needs a lot of exercise. And um, I'm not really a fisherman, but if I get to spend time with my kids at 6 a.m. and watch the sun come up, I'm willing to give it a try. And my fishing skills have improved since we've moved here. <laughs> so we like the outdoors. Right on, yeah. I I, uh, I have also taken uh, full advantage. I really appreciate um, kind of the, the hidden nature of a lot of these lakes and parks uh, and trails. Um, I've kind of been uh, discovering and rediscovering, especially with the COVID thing. Um, a lot of the, the natural resources around the area. So I, I can relate to, you know, being able to get out and appreciate the local outdoors. So right on. Well, yeah, I mean, along those lines, I guess, what are what are a couple of the well-kept secrets, uh, Lisa, that you and your family have found uh, in the area? I mean, I think um, we've said it before on other other 
uh, discussions. I mean, we're all humble Hoosiers here. I mean, we don't really brag about what we have. I mean, we do have 100 lakes, but you know, plenty of other well-kept secrets, things that people just don't know about until they're here. Um, you know, I guess most of our hidden secrets are related to the lakes, the, um, the, the serenity of a kayak ride, um, to look at the turtles. I mean, there's a lot of turtles around here, definitely more than we've ever been exposed to. And uh, so it's just that wildlife, um, the cranes, um, you can see the, the, the cranes all the time. Um, there's a lot of wildlife by us. We have recently discovered that there's a mink that lives, um, at least one mink that lives on the channel that we live on. Um, and there's an otter. Um, and uh, so there's just all this wildlife around us. And in a way, I think because there, it, it, there hasn't been a ton of development, um, the, the wildlife's been able to, to succeed and live out here. So I think that's part of the part of the secrets of the county and also the opportunity because I um, I think that um, if we could find a way to connect some of these big lakes through trails through bike trails it would enable us to really be able to get out a little bit farther and exercise and walk and run and bike um, and so I, I see an opportunity to to really connect a lot of these um, towns within the county um, and, and potentially draw folks in um, as well to, to enjoy the beauty. Right. Along those lines, I mean, what, uh, what, what is your vision for the community? What do you see? Where do you see us in 10, 20 years? Well, it's interesting because um, I haven't shared with you guys that I was born in South America. So my dad has was an accountant and worked overseas for an American firm where he met my mom. And, um, and so I've had this, um, I lived in, in South America for 10 years and I speak the language and, and not until I got to Warsaw, have I really had an opportunity to consider, um, just sort of the current state of events in terms of the, the role of Hispanic, the Hispanic community in our county and, and how that can, you know, how they can be part of the solution for um, the need for labor and, and workforce development in the county. And so um, through my participation on the chamber and, and really um, Rob Parker's leadership, I, I really credit him that he saw a need to bring um, some of our Hispanic leaders together to to talk about what are the needs of the community, um, what are things we can do that would be good for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and so 15 to 20 years from now, I guess I, I would hope to see improved, um, improved awareness and camaraderie of all the different um, backgrounds that exist in our community. I mean, I think in particular, the Hispanic community is a significant minority. Um, and and there's some great um, business leaders um, that represent that community. And so one of the opportunities that sort of has happened without me really looking for it has been the, 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 the completing of the circle of sort of what where I came from. And so I look forward to um, improving race relations, if that's what we want to call it, and um, increasing awareness about how the entire community can can grow stronger together. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And, and something that yeah, I go back to the OrthoWorks uh, study from a year or two ago that showed that 
more than half of our residents are not from here, which seems like really special and unique for a rural community to be able to say that. And so, you know, certainly want to be able to build on and make sure we have a welcoming community, a place for people, you know, uh, have a seat at the table, feel like they're included in things. Well, which, you know, that's a, it's an interesting and great segue. So I, I appreciate you sharing that you've got a background in South America. Um, so where, where were you born and raised in South, Mar- South America? So I was born in Bogota, Colombia. So oh, look at that. Um, <laughs> and um, we lived there. I was the first of three kids. So at 10 years old, my dad asked for a transfer back to the States because he wanted us to go to school in the States. Um, and it was actually politically a little bit dangerous at that time. So we relocated to Miami, Florida. So I spent my formative years in the 80s in Miami coming of age. Um, and then I met my husband in college um, later on and he brought me to Chicago. Uh-huh. Right on, right on. Okay, so uh, you have to have a pretty good idea of where to get the best Mexican food around Warsaw, right? Well, there is there is a, a lot of it. And I would say my favorite place is um, Milindo Cielo, which is uh, right here on center. Yeah, um, right on. Yeah, she, um, Socorro has the best tamales that I've ever had. Oh, so. right on. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I ha- I'll have to say I've, I've tried, um, I'm not much of a foodie, but I try to find the things that I like in each place. And I haven't had the tamales yet. So I'll have to swing over there and try the tamales. I appreciate that. Yeah, with the spicy sauce. Have you seen that uh, there's a, a new uh, truck over by the party store? Um, they just started parking it out there. They've got phenomenal uh, tortas and tacos and burritos. Anyways, uh, that's another little gem that just kind of popped up. It's like you find these little, you know, little trucks and little new restaurants. That's one of the other things I really like about Warsaw. I'm not sure about you guys, but. So is that on 15? Where is that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's I think 15. I have that. Yeah. Well, the food in this town is pretty amazing. So yeah. um, that's that's another shout out to the area. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, uh, when I have family and friends in, um, it because it's because it's kind of a nondescript town as you're driving um, through town on 30. It just looks like another one of these farm towns. It's not until you get off at 30 and you start driving around a little bit you start to see these restaurants. So when my family comes into town. I'm like, oh, you want the best burger you've ever had in your life? Oh, we'll go to the Okinawa. And they're like, holy smokes. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just sitting, kind of sitting here. Nobody even knows about it until you go discover it. Mm-hmm. The community shows well. Again, more well-kept secrets. Yeah, right on. Well, Lisa, we, we appreciate your leadership. I mean, you mentioned your role at the chamber, at past chair of the chamber. I mean, how else are you involved in the community? Um, you know, what are some things you've been involved in at the chamber? Help us uh, Help us understand. Um, So I have been on the chamber, I think it's probably been about four years now, and um, was able to to watch um, the process of attracting Rob to the chamber um, when when he came on board, and um, and, and that was sort of a a difficult time for the chamber, and he's really stepped in and and taken us to a, a different level. Um, I was also lucky enough to get asked to participate on the K-21 board um, and, and sort of what I've observed there. I mean, the amazing work that Rich Haddad is is doing for the community. But there's a lot of linkage between it, it's great to see the different 
organizations working together within the community. And so K-21 and the chamber working closely with the mayor um, to help build this vision of the future. So a lot of collaboration. Um, and then I would say, again, just highlight probably the most meaningful experience for me has been working on this Latino subcommittee of the chamber and trying to figure out what can we do that would be most beneficial and impactful for the community, which for for at least over a year has been um, very much focused on financial literacy, um, building a network of, of Hispanic-owned businesses um, so that we can collaborate together. But most recently, as COVID-19 has evolved, um, the committee has been working really hard on outreach to make sure that people, um, the Hispanic community is aware of, of COVID-19 um, instructions or how, you know, what facts about the disease, how to get tested. And, and so I would say um, that, that has, that's probably the greatest challenge, but also uh, what has been most impactful to me. Fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate your leadership again there at the chamber and uh, how you really uh, contributed so much toward the Latino Business Council. So have, I was able to join you once for one meeting and I wish I could do it more often, but uh, uh, happy to do so in the future. So Jody, I've only got my one my one final question. Anything uh, from your side? Um, no, I think that's about it. Um, if you um, as you're as you're thinking about you know your your discovery with Warsaw and your uh, engagement with with Lake City, is there anything else you'd like to highlight or uh, point out to anybody who might be listening? Um, so that if they're considering coming to the area or they're considering reaching out to Lake City or if they've got kids um, and, you know, they want to check something out and kind of uh, get a good good uh, picture of what the town is like. Um, any ideas, suggestions there? Well, um, I think that I'll give a plug to, um, to Chapman Lake, which is where we live. Um, everyone we have met up in Chapman Lake area has been so kind and welcoming. Um, just our immediate neighbors on our street um, would be a highlight for us. So I think the people, there's just some real wonderful, warm people in the community. And so if you're new and you're coming in, I, I think that, um, that, that if you want to look for a place to live, Chapman Lake is very friendly. <laughs> All right. And the Chapman Lake uh, Homeland Association appreciates, uh, appreciates your, your, your support. Uh, well, fantastic. Well, my, my wrap-up question I like to share with with our guests is, you know, what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? We appreciate so much that the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams at Grace College put together this Clearly Kosciuszko brand, right? But we want it to be more than billboards, more than the, the just the fantastic visuals they've created. We want, we want to be able to share kind of what is the narrative. So what, uh, what does that mean to you, Clearly Kosciuszko? Well, um, I think of right away, the first thing that comes to mind is the, is water, the clarity of water, the work that goes towards um, keeping our lakes clean and addressing um, just the challenges of, of everyday life, whether it's agricultural impact on the lakes, um, our own human impact on the lakes. So that's, I, I think of a drop of water immediately when I hear clearly Kosciuszko. And then I also think about um, 
there's so there's the area has so much to offer. So clearly, Kosciuszko County would be a choice if you're making a choice of where to live. It, it, it it's clearly a, a good choice. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I think about when I hear clearly Kosciuszko. Hey, we can work together to recruit more people from the Chicago land region over this way. Yeah. Uh, again, we have some great elbow room or great uh, great room to to kind of uh, spread out and enjoy the lakes and other amenities. So. So fantastic. Well, Lisa, thank you again for your leadership at Lake City Bank and in our community. We're so happy you're with us here in the community. Uh, I've certainly enjoyed uh, getting to meet you and get to know you the last few years since I moved over, what, two years ago? And uh, again, plenty of opportunities ahead of us. So, Jody, any final words? Uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, we appreciate your time and uh, thank you. Sure. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Jody. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you so much.